Hi, everybody. Welcome to Packers Unscripted from Packers.com. I am Mike Spofford, joined by my trusted colleague, Wes Hodkowitz. We're coming to you here from our studios at Lambeau Field. And, Wes, we have the preseason opener for the Packers to talk about. It took place last Thursday at Lambeau Field against the Tennessee Titans. And I think when you start evaluating, analyzing this game, a game in which Aaron Rodgers did not play, I think it starts with the fact that all three of the Packers' backup quarterbacks were productive, got things done, moved the ball, scored points, all three of them. Now, there were some opportunities that were missed, some opportunities left out there on the field, but the Packers have to feel pretty good about where their quarterback situation sits right now. Yeah, the passing game wasn't an issue uh, at all in this contest. 372 total yards of <laughs> offense by the three backup quarterbacks combined. And, I mean, you look at those uh, passer ratings. Tim Boyle walks away with 116.7. Brett Hundley, uh, an economical 81.1. All told, they were 91.8. And some big plays. I think all three of them yeah. made big plays throughout the course of that game. Uh, each one had a pass of at least 48 yards. The the completion at the beginning of the game from Brett Hundley to, uh, down to Devontae Adams. I mean, you could make a case that that might be the finest throw he's made in, in three, four, four camps now. So, that was an impressive play, and that was against Malcolm Butler, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so your well, margin so. for error was really small in that play, and yet he still put it in the right spot. Devontae Adams, as I mentioned, our uh, one of our videos we did for three things this week, uh, he looks like he's in midseason form already. Totally Deshaun agree. Kaiser yep. comes in, 51-yard completion down to Marquez Valdez-Scantling. And then Tim Boyle, not being uh, one-upped at all, finishes <laughs> yeah, not, the night. Not to be outdone. <laughs> he finishes the night with a 52-yard pass uh, to Jake Kumarow. So uh, a really good, solid performance, and I thought we got to see a lot from those young receivers on this roster as well. Yeah, I think when you look at where things are at the back of quarterback position, Brett Hundley, he was going against the ones for the Tennessee Titans. I think he's clearly ahead of Deshaun Kaiser right now, and just in terms right. of his efficiency and everything with the offense, that's to be expected. This was Deshaun Kaiser's first game essentially running this offense against another opponent, so we will watch that as the preseason goes along. But you mentioned a couple of those young receivers, Valdez, Scantling, Kumro making some big plays. EQ St. Brown, I believe, had four, yeah. was it four catches for 61 yep. yards? Um, now, this was coming on the heels of those comments from Aaron Rodgers about some of the young receivers making too many mental mistakes, not really uh, finishing through when they're tired after a long practice, that kind of thing. A couple of these guys really stepped up and answered the bell. I thought it was most interesting Valdez Scantling had a really good comment after the game saying in that, well, that's your quarterback. That's a Hall of Fame type <laughs> player um, that's telling you you need to rise your game, need to rise your level of play. Uh, that's going to you know light a fire under everybody. And yeah. both Valdez Scantling and Jake Kumaro said after those comments were made last week, the wide receivers came together. They had a meeting about that. They agreed they were not going to have a practice like that again. They were going to rise their, um, you know, raise their level of urgency, if you will. Sure. Um, and, and really not let that moment be lost on them, that you only get a month here to show what you have to offer trying to make that 53-man roster. And ultimately, everybody, this is a full-time job. Everybody's just trying to make a living. But if you do make the 53, I think one of the things that everybody understands is you have to be relied on, you have to be counted upon, you have to be trusted by Aaron Rodgers. So yep. while for them, I'm with them, you know, you got to impress, you got to show your skills, and you need to make that roster for this to, any of this to be meaningful, Aaron Rodgers is looking in the long game to make sure that he has guys that he can count on. Because Devontae Adams and Randall Cobb, Geronimo Allison, that's the start there. 
But as we've seen the last few seasons, you're always going to need those young guys to step up and play some meaningful snaps at some point in the season. Yeah, you're definitely going to need them. Valdez Scantling was really the star of the show, I guess you might say, with the five catches for 101 yards. You mentioned the big play down the field from Deshaun Kaiser, but really I thought his best catch was that touchdown catch yeah. in the back of the end zone, 15-yard grab. Because we've seen this in practice, you know, the contested catches. Those are the ones that that catch the quarterback's eye and they catch the coach's eye when it's, you know, as they say, like a 50, 50 ball when that defender has just as good a shot at it as the receiver and the receiver can not only prevent an inter a potential interception, but make the play and turn it into a positive right. play. That's what that play in the, in the back of the end zone looked like, because that was not an easy grab, you know, footwork wise, he still managed to, to stay in bounds and, and catch the touchdown. And we've seen, We've seen these young receivers have their rough moments in practice. We saw Jamon Moore. This guy was getting open a lot on Thursday night, but yeah. then his best chance for the big play could have been a 65-yard touchdown. Really nice throw from Tim Boyle. Can't quite bring it in, you know, off the fingertips there. Those are the plays you got to make. I think Jamon Moore is going to start making those. This, Like I said, this guy is getting open. He's getting opportunities. Once he starts cashing in, I think that's another guy we're going to be talking about. Yeah, and I was talking to Tim Boyle a little bit about this after the game, too, uh, because he's worked with these guys pretty much since the beginning, all three of those rookie receivers. When they came in, you know, in that rookie camp, Tim Boyle was the guy that they, he, they were catching passes from. And for him to, you know, what his, his impression has been is that all three of those guys can make plays, and, and you've seen all three of them really step up. Uh, the biggest key for them is going to be the consistency factor. The big playability is there with all of them. They wouldn't be in Green Bay if it wasn't. I mean, you look at Valdez Scantling, again, I mentioned over and over again, but 4.37, 40 time, <laughs> six foot four, you just don't coach that. Yeah. That's just something either you got it or you don't. So for him and Jamon Moore, you know, trying to improve his hands and, you know, EQ St. Brown showing that, you know, leaving early from Notre Dame, it's not that big of a jump for him to come into the pros. I think that's pushing all those guys, to be honest with you, and I know there were some mistakes there and, and things they want to clean up, but I thought, in my opinion, it was exactly what you wanted to see coming off of Tuesday's practice. A lot of those guys stepping up, and when those big play opportunities came, they capitalized on them. Yeah. Shifting gears for the moment to look at things on the defensive side of the ball, I think it's safe to say that, uh, and Mike McCarthy essentially confirmed this, the Packers came in with a very basic game plan defensively. Not a lot of scheme, not a lot of crazy stunts and different things, different packages. It wasn't that type of game. It was a game of let's line up and play and let's see what we have. A lot of guys, a lot of regulars on defense were sitting out, um, not participating, some just for rest, some because of, uh, of some minor injuries they're dealing with. But if you had to pick two guys, in my opinion anyway, that uh, that stood out a little bit on, on the game field Thursday night against Tennessee, I would say Reggie Gilbert and Josh Jackson, two young players. Gilbert, obviously, a couple years on the practice squad. As we talked about leading into the game, somebody needs to be that next guy at outside linebacker that the coaches are going to call upon right. when you need somebody aside from Clay Matthews or Nick Perry to make a play. Reggie Gilbert right now is the guy who's raising his hand in the classroom. Here's what I've always loved about the way, and this goes back to Dom Capers too and his defenses. And, and Capers definitely blitz more in preseason than what than what uh, Petten did in this game. But with the, when it is getting vanilla, when there isn't a lot of scheme, and I wrote about this in Insider Inbox this week, this is where it's on the player to make a play. Mm -hmm. Show your work, make a play and make progress in those steps. And Reggie Gilbert, you go back and look at all three of these years that he's been in Packers training camp. He's done that. 
The first year was a little bit more of an uphill climb because he was making that switch from a defensive lineman to playing an outside right. stand-up two-point outside linebacker. Last year, as he even said, he thought he'd made the roster. He was shocked. He was blindsided when he found out he didn't. Talked with his agents. And, and I'll, I'll tell you this right now, Mike. I remember, I won't name names, but I remember dealing when I was at the Press Gazette with Cutdown Day and how many agents would get upset that their guy didn't make a roster. So they had that that window between when the final cuts are made and then whatever it was, the next 16 hours, 12 hours, whatever it was, before they had to sign. You could start signing teams on, players on the practice squad. Right. And I can't tell you how many times uh, I remember agents being upset that their guy didn't make it. And then they go and sign somewhere else, and they don't make it there either. I think Reggie Gilbert understood that even though there was that disappointment, that he didn't get on the 53, that this was still the best place for him. And Mike McCarthy even admitted this too. He probably should have been elevated earlier with what he showed at the end of last season. Mm -hmm. But that isn't what motivates Reggie Gilbert. What motivates Reggie Gilbert is the idea that, you know what, I'm confident in what I can do as a football player. I want to show it. I don't need any chips on my shoulder or anything like that. I just want to play football. And in this game, and I know it ended up only being, what, two tackles and a quarterback hit. But – you need to consistently watch Gilbert in those two final regular season games and in this contest. Yeah. The guy affects the football game, and I thought he did it again, and now he's putting himself in a position to not only make the 53 this year, but to go into the regular season and have an actual role on that defense. Yeah, and I think he's putting himself in position to do that, and, and we'll see how things shake out. We saw at the end of training camp last year, one of the decisions the Packers made was they thought, okay, we'll bring Reggie Gilbert back on the practice squad. We'll sign Ahmad Brooks, a veteran outside linebacker. That was the decision that was made then. Reggie Gilbert, if you're in his shoes, you're looking at it now going, I don't want them to be looking outside the organization for that next outside yep. linebacker. I want them to believe that I'm the guy. So, But and with that... Throw one more thought in there, too. I yeah. thought it was really interesting. David Bakhtiari was asked about him in the locker room on Sunday. Okay. And he even went out of his way to mention... Him and Brian Balaga have been big Reggie Gilbert fans since day one, not just because of what he does on the football field, but the way he handles himself, the way he conducts his business, and the way everything with him is a first-class approach. He's a guy that knows he came from nothing and knows what it's like to have nothing when it comes to the NFL. And with that in the back of his mind, every success he has is always humbled at that moment. I thought that was really important for a veteran and a two-time All-Pro like Bakhtiari to go out of his way to really commend a former undrafted free agent like Gilbert on his approach. Yeah, no doubt about it. Looking at the secondary, a handful of guys not playing in this first game. Tremont Williams rested, if I recall. Yep. Um, Kevin King dealing with a, an injury to his non-surgically repaired shoulder. Uh, Jair Alexander, with a little bit of a groin tweak, so he was on the sideline. Josh Jackson, we talked about it late last week, getting a chance to play on the boundary, play in the slot, line up in some different places. Now, he didn't have any... Much like Gilbert, didn't have any splash plays. You know, there weren't, wasn't a sack or an interception, a big turnover, a run back, or anything like that. But uh, but I thought Josh Jackson acquitted himself pretty well for a rookie making essentially is playing in his first NFL game in, in a preseason game. I thought he looked pretty good. It's funny you mention that because okay, if Gilbert doesn't make any splash plays, he's an outside linebacker. If you're a cornerback, you might not make any splash plays, but it might be very easy for someone to make a splash play against you. <laughs> That's for Josh sure. Josh Jackson did not allow that. Yeah. Uh, he had a really solid, just steady-handed game, and the Packers need that in that secondary. They need guys like that this season that can even you know if even if it isn't the big interception at times. The game is a lot more than that. It's yeah. also being able to contain. And I thought Jackson stood up to that challenge. I thought he's really 
headfirst, dove into, you know, working the slot when he's been asked to and what that's required of him. But at the end of the day here, the thing I like the most about him, he's a guy since the offseason program, since training camp even started, every practice you can see him getting better. You can see him with that mental mindset of what he knows what to do in this game and now meshing that with more experience, more reps, more work with Joe Witt Jr. This guy started one year at Iowa. Had a heck of a year. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, yeah. it, it, he is. He's he, he he's not a guy that got a lot of reps in college. So um, this time is really valuable. And it was interesting talking to Alexander in the locker room uh, earlier this week. He even mentioned, too, he's like, you know, seeing him out there, it's like, oh, cool. I want to do that now. <laughs> and he's hopeful uh, Thursday night against the Pittsburgh Steelers he'll be out there as well. Yeah, and one thing I always look at with regards to rookies, especially these guys who are just starting to find their way, but you know the promise, you know the potential is there. Okay, Josh Jackson had a pretty good game. I'm sure there were some nice plays on film that they looked at in the film study with the other defenders. You've got another game, so now go out and do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, don't rest on your laurels that okay, I got this preseason thing licked. You know, let's get the regular season here. No, go out and do it again in another preseason game. Have another game. Maybe make that splash play. Right. Um, continue it. Don't uh, you know? Don't don't be riding you know the the young player roller coaster where it's like you know good game and then you relax too much and then you got to kind of crank yourself up again. Josh Jackson strikes me from a personality standpoint, as a guy who's pretty even keel, he doesn't talk a lot, uh, you know, unlike Alexander who likes to, you know, talk a little trash out there in the field and that's fine too. But Jackson is, uh, is a steady Eddie in a sense. And, uh, I I like, I like that approach, especially for a young guy. And I'm interested to see how he looks now as the preseason continues. He almost hearing him talk and listen to him in the locker room. He sort of reminds me a little bit of Casey Hayward, uh, Casey's rookie. I can year. see that. Yeah. I've, I've always made that point that Casey was really quiet his first year. Yeah, not off-putting at all, but just really was was quiet. And as the years went on, he always had that swagger on the field and the confidence. But as years went on, you could see him get more and more comfortable. Uh, Jackson, a really nice. Seems like a really good, humble guy, um, and it'll be interesting to see him grow now in these years to come. Because yeah. the personality is d- definitely there. You see it with his teammates. <laughs> it's just that uh, you know he's not quite as uh, gregarious as as Jair Alexander, but few that's, are. Yeah, that's a good way. That's a good way <laughs> to put it. Um, but the Packers then return to the practice field on Sunday after yep. Thursday's, Thursday's game. Their first on-field work, and we've mentioned a few of these guys: Kevin King, Jair Alexander, David Bakhtiari. These guys are getting back on the practice field now. Um, In a limited capacity at this point, some of these guys have been cleared for all the 11-on-11, all the full contact stuff, but Bakhtiaro is back in practice. We saw Brian Balaga doing some 11, getting 11-on-11 reps. Randall Cobb was back in practice. Lane Taylor, um, Alexander and King, and Mike Daniels Mm -hmm. was back in practice with the pads on. So... Granted, three preseason games left to go, not everybody fully cleared by the medical staff, but a good sign that this Packers team on both sides of the ball is uh, is starting to mend a little bit. There were there were basically 10 players that came back that, that were sitting out of that game against the, the Titans just for nicks and bruises and that. But the three that stood out to me the most for different reasons, one, Aaron Jones being able to come back from the hamstring injury. That was another one, yeah. Uh, seeing him out there is going to be big for this team. He needs to work. We know what's going to happen at the beginning of the season. He's going to miss the first two games. So right. he needs to be able to get some snaps now when he can get them as a young player. Balaga, because he has progressed to the 11-on-11 work, that's really a big step for him. And, and Absolutely. I think he said he estimated he probably took seven or eight reps. Uh, all good work for him. Because he said it's not really so much trying to regain 
like confidence in the knee, it's more making sure that his technique his technique is right and he's getting in his stance comfortably. Uh, wants to make sure that okay, when I am playing, I'm going to be the player that I've always been. And then lastly, I mean, David Bakhtiari, uh, when you see your starting, again, two-time all-pro left tackle get carted off the field during family night, there's a lot of Packer fans there that were holding their breath, and then now you see him being able to get back on the practice field. As he said last week, just kind of equated it to your typical basketball ankle sprain. So having him on the field uh, is going to be so important, especially if he can get in these games when Aaron Rodgers is going to get a little bit of work this preseason. Yeah, and we'll see. We won't really know probably up until game time on Thursday how many of these guys are going to potentially play on Thursday night or if they're going to be held out from game action until that third preseason game in Oakland. So we'll have to see how that uh, shakes out. But for now, I say we call it a wrap on this edition of Packers Unscripted. Be sure to follow all of our coverage of the team and of training camp on Packers.com on Twitter. He's at Wes Hod. I'm at Mike Spofford at Packers for the team account. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next time.